Welcome to Rain City Supercars, episode 38. It's as old as we are, sort of. Not really. You, well, you forgot how old you were? No, I was like, it's this, this is episode number is our age number. Um, the, I don't know what you're talking about. I am 24. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'd say I'm half a 38, but it's late, and I'm not really sure what half a 38 is right now. <laughs> Nick's super old. 16 days older than me. Hey, you just... Wait a minute. Yeah, I, I, I 16 keep days. bringing that up. Yeah. We, we, I'm, and I want, I want, I expect, Dan and I expect a special treatment in the month of October. Yes. I mean, we don't think we're good people and deserve it. We just expect it. It's going to be a good time, though. I might pass out in another Denny's. Oh, that was a great time. I miss my birthday. Still don't know how you got drunker than me on my birthday, but, you know. <laughs> the one time a year I had a few too many. Don't forget, you didn't just have a great time. You got scalped that day. By yes, somebody. that's so, right. Yeah. There's this new hairdresser I went to, and... She did not do well. She's no longer at the place I go to. Uh, who has... Well, that's because she took most of your skin off. Right. I so mean, I've had a great haircut there all but one time. So I, I got to go back to them. That's a look. Okay. Dan's just chose to be half a... Never mind. Yeah. Luckily for me, my hair grows back pretty much in its entirety every two weeks. So... Well, that's nice. Like, I have a ton of hair on my head and it just grows like a week. Someday so. you'll look back on this when you're, you know, double 38 and go, I wish my hair grew back. Right. I keep saying, I'm enjoying it while it lasts. I don't know. You start to see that at our age of the bright old age of whatever the hell we are. But no, <laughs> uh, 38 episodes. I cannot believe we made it this far. I yeah. say that a lot. Um, and um, yeah, I was hoping for 10, I think, when we started. <laughs> Well, you know, when you and I started talking about this, um, we decided that we didn't care if anybody listened, as long as we could listen. Yeah. And you listen a lot, and I am taking the... I, I figured out where I got it from, Johnny Depp. He doesn't watch his own movies. Well, that's probably good for half of them. And I don't want to listen to myself. No, <laughs> no I do. I'm now, I have to... I, I've, I've not been so shabby forced. I've not been forced to listen to myself. I enjoy listening to, to us. I just... I'm one of those people that's like, I'm just here. And then I, I did it. And then there are times people come back to me like, I can't believe you said that. Or I can't believe Dan bleeped you. And I'm like, oh, I need to start going back and listening. <laughs> but no. Um, we had kind of a, I mean, not, not a wild weekend, but we had a kind of fun We had a really long filled. day, though. Yes, it was a long day. I agree, agree with that. Saturday, um, if you don't know, was uh, our annual Italian day at uh, Exotics Revan Town Center. And um, this was our first, I should say, it's been Ferrari Day. We went to Italian Day, which I think worked out really, really well. Yeah, like we had, German Car Day did. The variety is better. Yeah, I mean, we had, what, I mean, Ferraris, Maseratis, Alphas, Lancias. A whole um, lot of Lambos. whole lot of Lambos. Had our first Performante Spider. Yep. I mean, they're, that are now showing up. Well, we'll probably see them everywhere now, but... Um, We've been doing this a while. We are starting to see a huge growth in exotic cars here. And we've been seeing exotic cars for a long time, but the number of really high-end exotics that keep showing up is increasing dramatically. Well, yeah, we had our first 918 this year. Our, our good friends, Adam and Shaheen, and everybody at Open Road Motors. Is it Open Road Motors? Open Road? Open Road Auto Group. Open Road Auto Group. They're the group. biggest auto group in lower mainland BC, yeah. and they're starting to come into the States, and they're actually awesome guys. Uh, they're yeah, I'm excited to see what they're bringing. Well, they brought us McLaren, so they brought we're us McLaren. Happy. Yeah, I mean that's and that I think that's just the start of where they're going. But we've been friends with them for a long time, and and I know their listeners. And Adam has been on the podcast, and um, if Adam's mom's still listening over across the pond, uh, we love Adam, but uh, <laughs> and Shaheen too. Yes, and uh, yeah, Amanda was teasing us all uh, today. She got a little fun time on the track with the guys from McLaren. So Amanda Drivers Club, Freezing. we're still jealous. <laughs> That is by far my best. I love that line now. Phrasing. No, she got out. Um, they did a, what, they did a brand new, uh, a, a, a new owner. Owners of McLaren had their track day today. Yeah, Got to go out there and, at Pacific and. Uh, she had to do a ride along in a 650, a spider. It looked like. Looked like a lot of fun. Well, yeah, yeah, she's had fun. But she was, uh, so if you don't know, Amanda from Drivers Club is not just a friend. She's. Like a sister. Yeah, she's saying. And many people that listen to this podcast get to hear us once a week. Or if you know us and, and for some reason want to come listen to us, you can. Amanda just calls us and says, okay, talk to me. Yeah, I'm stuck in traffic. Where's, I need my Rain City Supercars episode because you guys will yeah, do one Do one week. now. Yeah, and, and, and because we have no stability and, and, and no women have control over us, uh, we do it. But we were heading to a meeting actually that she was going to be a part of tonight. And she called us and she started to talk about, and this is something we've talked about, the new Fisker. 
Yes. We in Open Road Auto Group, this is kind of roundabout circle how we bring this up. They are actually a Fisker dealer and there's a new Fisker Karma, which it's starting to make the rounds in the journalist scene and things like that. Well, because she had brought up that there was some article by Bloomberg that was ripping it apart. I'm thinking, it hasn't even been on the road yet. How do you rip a car apart? But- yeah, it's like, great. Congrats on ruining all your credibility because you just basically threw a car under the rug that you haven't really had the chance to get behind the wheel of yet. Well, I mean, you know, if you don't know, Henry Fisker um, was the designer of, of classically the Z8. Yeah, Z3. Z3. Aston Martin Vanquish. Was it Vanquish or Va- Vantage? Vantage. One, Vantage. Of, the, one, of, one of the Vantages. Um, and made the, the 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 hybrid or the it was it was all electric. Fisker all electric Fisker, Fisker, Fisker Karma, which we had we actually had a dealership here in downtown Bellevue. If you know where Seattle Coffee is on uh, Northeast Eighth, yeah, yeah, that, that used to be a Fisker dealership. And there's quite a, there's five or six of them around here. I'm not really sure where they're being serviced right now, but they were all electric. They're pretty cars. I mean, but it just didn't work. You remember he was that competing against Tesla? You remember that Avance group we did at the German place? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, they actually they had a Fisker in the parking lot there. Oh, yeah. I, I should, we should figure that out. Avance would know, but we'll get yeah. into that later. But uh, but yeah, well, we so. haven't talked about Avance in forever. Like Adam just doesn't love us anymore. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Adam, why don't you love us? <laughs> And I. So (laughs) let's rewind. We've been jumping around a little bit. So Saturday was nuts. When we tell you guys like theme days are busy, by the end of Saturday or by the end of just at 11 in the morning, when we or a little after 11, when we left Redmond, I had to log 16,000 steps. Yeah, my my uh, my Apple Watch went off. uh, I think by like 8:30. Yeah, you're done. Yeah, hey, hit (laughs) 10,000. Okay, great. Now, we had an incredible day. A lot of people came out. We had um, a lot of cars that we hadn't seen before, especially on the, Ita- on the Italian uh, Lamborghini side, of course. Yeah, the Huracan Spider that came out was, was every bit as beautiful as I wanted it to be and so much better with the I'm, roof off. I'm going to criticize it, though. Yeah, me too. I don't. I, you take the Performante, which is an insane car. No, I haven't driven it, but I would love to. Um, and, and, and it has beaten all the records, and you cut the roof off. And you lower the windshield four inches so that anybody over five foot five. You, your hair gets taken out. Yeah, you don't fit in. I, I yeah. look. We've mentioned this before on the podcast, but I'm. It pisses me off because I love that car so much and I love it in a convertible, but I can't see out of the damn thing. I'm literally staring right at the roof line. Boreox the same way. Yeah, you both you both like. And I think uh, Adam said that there was there's a kit you can get for that car, but it only lowers the seat two inches and it's aftermarket, and you're still sitting above the windshield. It's not even a kit. I actually looked into this because okay. I wanted to know. And in case I'm ever in the position to buy a Huracan, and I hope to be someday. Basically, what you do is you remove these little stoppers on the end of the, the seat rails, and it allows the seat motor to go back farther two inches. It has a stopper so that the back of the seat doesn't hit the that finished, uh, it's, I guess it's sort of a firewall behind it. Oh, yeah. But it's okay. painted. And so the back of the seats are painted. And so they put it in there so that you don't hit the back of the seat and scuff the back of the seat. So I guess if you expelled the seat in the firewall or stack or whatever you want to use, you would probably still work. But that's all well, it's that doing. It pushes the seat back. I thought it pushed it down. Well, it's on the, the rails are on an angle, so it drops farther back and farther uh, down at the same time. But it only okay. yeah, it frees up about two inches. So basically, I'd be looking at the visor instead of the top rail. Yay! I still can't. I mean, I, I can't see out of a her, regular Huracan. I remember driving one down in Monterey this year, and was like. <laughs> Yeah, you're hunched over. I'm not a big... I mean, I'm a big dude, but I'm not a tall dude. Even in my vet, I'm all the way low in the seat, as low as it'll go. It's because of the new rollover safety standards and crash safety standards. Um, well, they want your head higher? Uh, they want the windshield lower so that it has a, a more more rigidity for rollover protection. So shorter windshield equals more chassis, chassis rigidity. Interesting. Yeah, and so McLaren gets around it. They do it the smart way. Of course they do, because they make so that gorgeous that one-piece carbon fiber tub so it's about as rigid as it can possibly get, so um, many, and I think so Lamborghini does too. Dreams come when we when you and I got to drive that uh, five seventy down in yeah, Arizona. Kevin's MP four. Every McLaren I've driven and had my hands on has been something I will always remember. It's the best driving driving car I've ever driven. Of course. All right, so we did Italian Car Day. It was a success to say the least. Um, what a wonderful fun! And then, yet again, our really good friend Chrissy invited us down to this awesome event down at uh lemay the carnival the carnival um it was a great gathering and then they started at two o'clock and then 
they had a car show and a, and a wonderful like display of they had some some people doing some um i don't know who they, uh, but they i didn't know who they were but we were amazed of, i thought there were a bunch of people yeah it, different, it was different yeah it was different ethnicities, ethnicities of dance and it was actually really fun to and watch and then as we were leaving there was a bunch of more people coming in they were doing an outdoor drive-in and showing the movie cars three yeah and it was it's free too yeah. so that's one of the nice things about lemay it's a non-profit and then a lot of the events they do are open to the community so there were people packing up quickly for this giant outdoor screen they put up so they can show cars three which we should have, we shouldn't, I shouldn't say should have, we would have actually stayed for normally. But we went up to see our friends, uh, Eric and Ashley, who were the whole reason we did our big 3,000 mile drive to California in a weekend and back. Oh, I'm just having flashbacks. Sorry. It's just, <laughs> so it's tough. It's after tough. that long day, I literally fell asleep in the chair on their patio, which was wonderful for like an hour. <laughs> They live in this little lake outside of was it Renton? Renton, and yeah. Renton, Renton. <laughs> it's just paradise. Yeah, it's it just is absolutely paradise. Like, I mean, if uh, and I just I was ready to move in. Like I said, it was funny because I, I felt like I was talking to you, and I was like, "You okay?" And I got a thumbs up, and then you were gone. Yeah, you were just out. I slept so. for like an hour, and then I came home and slept again for eight yeah, but hours. But you, you slept, got up, had s'mores, then went home. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's the, that, that's a heck of a day, if you ask me. It was a great day. It's a lot, of, a lot of good driving, a lot of good fun. Um, you know, we always, uh, I really encourage you, and we we will we will keep publishing obviously the, the exotics events and the Lemay events because we're friends with both. Obviously, we want people to show up. I mean, come down with us because it's a lot of fun. It, a lot of people go, well, why would you just go down there and park a car? Why would you want to drive to Tacoma? There's a lot of good reasons. There's a lot of good reasons to go down to Tacoma and see Lemay, and then of course hit up a, another good friend of ours is uh, Grio's Garage down there for incredible car products. I want to say that. Yeah, I spend way too much money every time I go there. That's why I have to actively avoid like going there because it just it costs me so much because it, it's good stuff. The BMW shows it. <laughs> like, like it's always clean. I drove. I took it through an automatic car wash today. I shouldn't have, but it, it was so filthy. I just. Well, you've just, been moving. I know. I've been. Oh, that's uh, that's another thing. I moved this week, so we're actually broadcasting from a, a, a new place in Bellevue. I can't tell you where it is because the ladies will be beating at my door. Just mostly with restraining orders, but um, <laughs> stop looking through my window. Exactly. <laughs> Nick is a great view of the the mountains of the mountains. Yes, mountains. Yep, mountains. Mountains. It's a great view of the mountains. Great now. range. Yeah, it was it was it was a lot of fun. We had a good fun with good time this weekend. Yeah. So we've got so much more coming up, though. That's the thing. So we're. Rain City Supercars right now is in. Is we're 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 getting ready for so much that it's coming up, and and some we can tell you, some we can't. Obviously, one of the things with Seamont Rally, we're getting he- ready to head down to Monterey, which is going to be absolutely epic this year. It's going to be weird. We feel like I was just there because I was just there. This is the. Oh yeah, we were just there. Do you think they'll have that that one that one farmer will still have will be growing Hellcats? Yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> sprout like weeds. There's parts everywhere. <laughs> you didn't hear that story it's a couple episodes back uh we dan and i did a drive we we're down and had a hellcat go off the road it was fun to watch off. while we're down there though yeah we we are doing another drive while we're down there we're doing a big rally down there we're doing another drive down there they're just, driving down to do a drive yeah they just opened big sur too so highway one is back open in california after 15 months they finally opened it last week what happened was a giant landslide landslide that's right yeah. that's a fire landslide down there. it's california so I have scouted it out. Well, I haven't scouted it out. I have scouted it out on maps, and I've scouted it out via uh, Google Street View for like an hour and a half as I clicked through every little location on the street. I found a one-and-a-half-lane-wide bypass from the mountains that goes from one to Carmel Valley. Did we take that when we were no. down there? No. It wasn't, we weren't allowed, we were, when we were down there, that section of one, uh, one was closed, or we would have gone up that way, but we had to, to go inland again. And Still fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is north of the slide, but if we get a chance to drive it, I will definitely be videoing it and posting it on here because this road looks absolutely insane, and I'm not a, I'm not opposed to insane roads. Well, you could just post the video your vet takes. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. <laughs> if you don't know this, and this is an interesting fact that I found out, all the new Corvettes have built in... Not all of them. It is an option called the Performance Data Recorder. Perform- okay. But unfortunately, it records speed, Gs, RPMs. And everything is posted on the video and you can't take it off. So that 
if you ever did do something over the speed limit... Allegedly. Allegedly, which you would never do, allegedly. It could be incriminating. It could be incriminating to you. I, I did not know that. If you, We were watching some of uh, Gustav's uh, videos from our drive last weekend. As, well, it was hard. I mean, I was distra- I don't know what he, how fast he was going because I was listening to him sing from uh, Let, Let It Go or from We Moana actually weren't going that fast there, though. Of course not. No, no, I know. But I'm still, not- you know there's going to be some, you know... Armchair warrior who's going to be like, you were going, you know, six over in a 60. You're going to kill everyone on the road. Yeah, prove that's what road Washington. I'm on. Prove what road I'm on. No. Yeah. Here I am in we Mexico. Do not cons- we do not consent to speeding. Allegedly. 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 Thank you, John Eltingham, <laughs> for that lovely word. One of our previous guests and keeping us out of jail. Um, but no, I want, to, I want to backtrack a little bit here. I want to talk about Seamount Rally. Yeah. Um, in case you don't know, uh, Dan and I put on, and it's slowly growing. It's our third year. Great. It's our third year. We do a, we do a rally to Monterey everywhere. It's Seamont, C, and then Mont is rally. Yeah. Mont, no, Mont is rally. It's late. We have Seattle even to Monterey. Seattle to Monterey. Um, we've got some great sponsors on board. Yeah, you know, Drivers Club. Drivers Club, Metropolitan Metro- Detail. Haggerty Insurance. Haggerty Insurance are going to be sponsoring uh, the drive down and, and doing their own little part, which is going to make it a lot of fun. We do still have a couple of spots left if anybody is interested, um, and we'd love to have you go. Doing, We're going inland this year. Um, yeah, this will be some pretty great roads. Uh, yeah. Not a lot of traffic either. I, we, we drove a lot of these roads, pretty light on traffic, uh, great what, on views. What was that road we took? Like when we were, we were coming into Mount Shasta, it was like 100 miles straight towards... Yeah, we're not taking that one, actually. Oh, my God. God, I was, just, I just, and now you could see the mountain, and it, it just seemed like it was farther and farther and farther away as we were going towards it. Oh, yeah, Damn. that was mind-numbingly painful to drive. Speaking of mind-numbingly painful, and I don't want to get off Monterey Rally, but I, I was back in the in your Audi for the first time today. Yes, which is it feels, and I finally got my sunglasses back. <laughs> Thank you. I've been, I've been holding his sunglasses hostage unintentionally because I've been driving the vet so much. It's been so I nice. I know, no, 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 no. And, and the ones I've, if if you've met me or seen me recently, you've noticed I wear these bright yellow sunglasses from Blenders, and I love them. Yeah, so I actually much. have a pair too. And and Chrissy's got a pair from LeMay, and 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 Ashley from Haggerty now have a pair. And your dad. And my dad. He has aviators, so they yeah, well, look right. Still, but it's a great, and I'm, this is, I, I love this company, but, and, and everybody's been asking me, where's your sunglasses? Where's your sunglasses? So I finally got them back and they will be making an appearance here soon. But uh, yeah, you're known for the look. It works. You pull them off well. I'm so subtle. <laughs> I blend in so well because of how small and, and fragile I am. I mean, I look like a big dude, but secretly I'm the size of Amanda. Or maybe I'm just so big that someone the size of Amanda could fit inside my frame. I don't know what it is, but who knows? I can hear her laughing as she Of course. <laughs> She'll still get her own podcast this week, don't worry. <laughs> the Amanda Cast, brought to you by Rain City Supercars, a subsidiary. No, so uh, back to uh, thank you for bringing my sunglasses. I really do appreciate it because I have missed them. <laughs> And they are my favorites. So back to Seamont. We, we were going to be going inland. We're going to be taking some incredible roads, staying in some quaint little places, actually, and doing some uh, sightseeing through one of America's most awesome national parks. Well, more than one. Yeah, we're doing three, actually. Uh, Lassen is where we're going to start with. We're saving the best for last. So if you're ever doing a road trip, don't go to the best park first unless you, there's no other option because it kind of makes everything suck after that. So like if you start at Zion or Yosemite, and then you go to like Lassen, you'll be like, well, this is nice, I guess. That last time, Dan took me through Yosemite first. Then we go, where'd we go to? The volcanic one. Yeah, Lassen. Lassen. And Dan's like, you can get out of the car. And I'm like, it's, it's not Yosemite. <laughs> <laughs> it's like these gorgeous sweeping views. But <laughs> but if you've been to Yosemite, just in our case, the same day, it's not, it's not quite breathtaking. <laughs> no, it's not. But, you know, what do you do? Oh, what do we have coming up next? We still have so much coming up next. We've got British Car Day coming up August 4th, uh, which is Seafair Weekend and Watershed Weekend. Next weekend's just a regular day at Exotics, which will still be... The weather's been gorgeous, so it'll be packed, and there's not a lot of conflicting events. Um, Avance has always got stuff coming up. But, uh, you know, let's take a quick break, and we'll get back into... Some other things we want to talk about. Some people that have helped us out along the way. Um, yeah, I think it's t- I think it's time we talk about some of the people that have helped us. Yeah, we've gotten a lot of questions on this too. Uh, we, we we did let listener mail last week. We did a kind of a Q and A thing. If you didn't catch our last episode, and one of the questions we saved for this episode was, "Who do you go to?" And we've talked about where we go eat and where we go drive, but we've had a few of these guests on our show. But what doctors get rid of infections? No, no. Oh, different show. Different show. Different. Show. You keep Sorry. getting them crossed up. Yeah, it's a transition. (laughs) And on that note, we'll be back right after these messages. Hey, this is Nick from Rain City Supercars. This part of the podcast is brought to you by M Squared Fitness, 
Personalized fitness, personalized performance. Find M Squared Fitness online at m2-fitness.com. Mention Rain City Supercars, get your first session free. And we're back. We do want to take this episode to kind of take some time and, and thank some people that have really helped us. The first one I definitely want to talk about is Drivers Club. Um, we talk about Amanda and Doug from Drivers Club. Actually, I got to tell the story. It was really funny. I was moving yesterday and Doug messaged me from the Mariners game. And Doug and I are, and, and as, as you are too, aficionados yes. of Rainier beer. And he, and he sends me a picture of this cozy, of this Rainier cozy koozie that i actually own that he took to the game just to drink his rainier beer in and i took a picture of my koozie as i was moving and i didn't have anything in my refrigerator and i said oh i'm beerless in bellevue and in typical doug fashion he goes uh what's your address oh amazon prime you some rainier (laughs) i didn't send him my address because i really don't want him to know where i live but uh (laughs) but i do appreciate that doug but and then and we'd like to thank doug for hiring amanda because amanda is our bff and has made our life so much better and, you know, this, yeah. this is the moment where, like, the violins come in and we talk about, you know. But I'm still mad at both of them because I haven't ridden in the GT3 RS yet. That's your fault. I want to drive it, but I, I just want to ride in it <laughs> to start. Just remember, if you ride in it, Amanda's probably driving. That's okay. She's been going to all the events. She gets all the drivers. I know, she has more she track time than we do. <laughs> probably at this God, point. I'm so jealous. <laughs> It's jealousy. It is, I've driven it the GT3. I have not driven the RS. I actually just, I would love to drive them. I'd love to get uh, our friend David and Autumn out here. And I want to drive that GT3 and then the RS back to back. Like immediately. Get that car like, away from Autumn. <laughs> <laughs> but like just get in one car and go right to the other. I don't even have to drive them real hard. I just want to like compare the, the three to the RS. Because yeah. I've heard they're totally different beasts, but I don't have the, I don't have to back that up yet. And I've driven just about everything, but I haven't driven a new RS. I've driven a 997.1 and I've driven a 996, but I've never driven a ni- uh, the 991. So, point two. English. <laughs> Dumb it down. Uh, the new body style Porsches. one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Air cold or watered. Oh Actually, the, it's funny. The new RS 4.0 is just came out too. The 18. That GT2 though. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Happy thoughts. Yeah. Happy thoughts. I just That's the kind of park car though that is so pretty. I literally would park it in my living room. I, I, just, I, it's can't, such I a, can't ever imagine owning something and not driving it. Oh, I would drive it. I would just like park in the living room and done like garage straight to the living room. Who's that guy in LA that had it had had, like a 308, a beautiful 308. He parked it in his living room and he installed like the floor lifted at at, like a a 30 degree angle. Yeah. So that he didn't have to start the car in the living room. It could just it could just take the emergency brake and glide it out of the living room. Yeah, I've seen the photo. I should find that. Um I remember it was on Jalopnik a long time ago. Jalopnik and his neighbor, the guy that that, it put a skylight into his house so he could put his Countach on the wall. Yes. Yeah. That's another one of those cars that I wouldn't mind not driving. I've been behind the wheel of a Countach. A real one or a, a real one? Replica. Not not a. They not, look a lot alike. Not a white replica with oh, molded fender flares that was about. leaking oil out of the diff, but a different one. <laughs> but that was oddly specific. Um, <laughs> Boy, that guy was mad. <laughs> the replica guys are always the maddest. It is a really nice replica. It wasn't a Fiero based one, so there's that. Are there any Fieros actually left? They probably are I feel all like this is going to be such a random podcast, but seriously, like, when's the last time you actually saw a Fiero driving down the road that wasn't didn't have a 355 body kit on it? The one we saw came to Exotics, and we actually let it in because it was a slower day, but it was a flawless Fiero GT. I mean, it, better than new condition because it had been repainted with paint that doesn't, like, flake off when it rains, but it was amazing. Thank you, Pontiac. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they would, too. They had that weird problem with the primer on those. And a bunch of cars in the 80s, but specifically Pontiacs, really? where they would flake off in huge, huge chunks. I had no idea. Yeah, right? That's the last thing you want is that beautiful bird on the front of your Pontiac coming off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Eastbound and down. But um, it's still car show season in full swing. And one of the people we wanted to call out, and I called out last time, is Avance. If you want to do anything ever, you pretty much want to start with Avance. We keep telling people that. Uh, everybody who has listened to this and joined has been amazed and quite a few people from on this podcast have joined. Yeah, I was, um, as much as I, I wanted to join and I did join, I was, I was hijacked because, uh, I, I kept putting it off just be, not because I knew I needed to join. It, I did. And Adam finally like, like called me and goes, dude, you need to join Avance. And so I did. And then he made, he sent me the questionnaire and it said, why did you join Avance? And I just wrote, cause Adam told me I needed to. Yeah. He was right. But I mean, just check this out. Like, I've just got their their calendar up right now. So today we're recording on the twenty fifth. 
And they have, on the 29th, Ride and Drive at Landmark Motors. So, um, Audi RS7, X5M, Porsche Cayman, Z3M, all sorts of different cars you can drive or be taken for a ride in if you're not confident in that. Uh, the 31st, they've got a midweek meetup and they're doing photography tips and tricks for people to take better photos of their cars because everybody does. But it's like all this stuff is just included in your membership. And you get when you sign up, you get and the membership is not expensive. No. Like Adam has put together a package that is incredible. Yeah, and you get discounts for services just about anywhere you can get a car service. He's got tons of sponsors on there. And then you get a free goodie bag from Griot's when you sign up. Like, I, I, there's whoa, no whoa, reason. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, you just didn't pick yours up. Whoa. Yeah. All right, I'm going to be having a conversation with Adam lately. I'm. Okay, do you. <laughs> I have like three Avant shirts. I know. It's, it, you're either show up in an Avant shirt, your Drivers Club shirt, or your, or your Avant shirt with your Drivers Club sweatshirt. Yes, pretty much. You, you, you're, I'm telling you. I, anytime I do a car event, I try and wear a t-shirt of somebody who has helped us out along the way. So it's a lot of Avants, it's a lot of Drivers Club, and occasionally LeMay or whatever else. Uh, but I mean, I do. I, I try and support the people who support me. So I'm always wearing one of their shirts. This is why I wear strip club shirts, because they put me through junior college. <laughs> oh, no. I'm just picturing the Chris Farley sketch for Chippendales now. <laughs> yeah. No, man, you're going to get the job. You're going to get the job. No, man. Uh, we were going to give it to you, Chris, but you're just morbidly obese. <laughs> and Nick's yeah, not even a yeah. big dude. Yeah, I see that. I see that. I see that. Yeah. But, well, up against Patrick Swayze, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. No. <laughs> you got to think. My, my mom probably listens. To, I know your mom listens to these podcasts. Hi, Mrs. Putnam. Even though we've never met, I think of you. <laughs> you're welcome, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> and my poor mother, but... She knows us better. Um, you know, but uh, God, where the hell were we going with this? <laughs> we were talking about who's helped us out and why you should go check oh, them out. Man. Haggerty's a big one. Haggerty's next oh, on the list, and we love yeah. Ashley. I've been with Haggerty long before we knew Ashley. Yeah, exactly. Long, long before. And, like, and that's one of the things we, we try and put out there is like, we have firsthand experience here. And but, I figured out, and she's actually helping with us with something with my father and I, that they're doing new stuff. Yeah. They're doing new cars. If it's, if, yep. if you have, if, if you have, a car for each driver in the household, and you have another newer car that you're not driving. Haggerty can insure it. Yeah, Pretty and cool. if you again, like Avance, if you look, if you get into Haggerty and what they bring you beyond just insuring your car, you will get so much value. They have so many events; they sponsor just about every car event around here. If there's a car show trying to make it that's legit, chances are Haggerty's helping them out. Yeah. If there's a uh, uh, the Microsoft Giving Campaign car show, they give money. Like Haggerty backs every. Sorry. So does so BMW does Flashback. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> BMW, not so much. Yeah. Uh, but LeMay, like, again, they are, these are the consistent people who are helping the car community grow hand over fist. And they are they put their money where their mouth is, which is one thing to have be, you know, X insurance company here and fly your little banner around, but not show your face at any actual car show. Think of those kinds of large insurance companies as investment firms. They want your money to reinvest it to make a profit. They are not out there unless they have some big name sponsorship they can write off, they're not putting their boots on the ground, not compared to companies like Haggerty, not by a long shot, not even in the same league. They're not even playing the same game. Haggerty no. is supporting us. Uh, and I don't well, mean no, the podcast. I mean, I mean the industry. They're, they're supporting the industry and they've done their research. They don't just sit there and go look in their catalog and go, Oh, you own a, you own a Camaro. Okay. This is the value. Yeah. They nail down every single thing. I was talking to her about something about the fact that, like if you were restoring your car, they can insure your car while you're restoring it. Yeah. Like the pieces. Yeah. Like if you happen to have like if you're restoring a Ferrari and you've got a really ex one of the really expensive steering wheels, you can insure the steering wheel so that nothing happens to that in the restoration process. Exactly. Like, that's insane. It's well thought out stuff. It's not it's for the rest of us who don't just get in the car and drive it to work and come home in it. I mean, I mean don't and, just but get now there, they do that enjoy too, the drive? Yeah, like we should work, we should write that down. I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our next one is a shout out to a friend and previous guest, John Zubrick from Cats Exotics. Uh, my boy, I, yeah, my boy Blue. Ton of us buy our cars from Cats, though. We want to thank John for introducing us to Chloe. Let's just be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, John's M3 is the most gorgeous thing in the world, and he works hard. And he's one of the nicest guys. But we got to meet Chloe. <laughs> Okay, that's true. No, <laughs> see, but uh, I bought my Aria GTR from John uh, Zubrick. I've mentioned this before. Kevin Beach, previous guest, has bought I don't know how many cars, too many from them, and had them sell cars for him. Kevin Flynn has bought cars from them. John Eltringham has bought cars from him. Like this list goes on and on and on and on and on. We have an upcoming guest who works hand in hand with them. 
but yeah, uh, you got to hand it to a dealer because that's not that's not common. There's not a lot of dealers, especially in the used world, who have a ton of repeat customers because a lot of those used dealerships, even on the exotic level, if you especially if you go out of state and other places that are total turn and burn, they're telling you, you know, here's your car, whatever you want to hear, exactly, and they, you know, they hide things on the history. Uh, cats is no BS. You're not going to get some side story about the car, what's going on. They're this is your car. This is everything we know about it. They'll help you in any way they can. Like I said, I know tons of people who tons of people who continue to do business with them because they do good business. Oh, I agree. I agree. We've known we've known Roy and, and Jonathan for a long time and they're good people. So Yeah, and we say Roy and Jonathan Katz and also John Zubrick who John works Zubrick, for yeah. Katz. Yeah. yeah. So there's two Johns there, but uh, yeah. chances are John Zubrick's who you call who you're talking to if you call them. And uh, yeah, he knows his stuff, he knows his cars, and he again, heavily involved in the car industry. John is at every show out there. Uh, and we're proud to call Chloe our friends, and, and the fact that Joey lets jo- Chloe lets John hang out with us is nice too. That is nice. Absolutely. Kiss ass. <laughs> that woman has taught me so much <laughs> yeah, in such smart. a little time. I mean, and I am not easy to teach. You understand that, <laughs> you know? It's like the, it's like the the big Doberman you beat over the head with a over you know an oar. <laughs> Learn. I'm trying. Please don't abuse your animal. Yeah. That will hurt of you. course not. <laughs> of course not. Well, we mentioned cats already, so we might as well jump right to Northwest Auto Salon because oh, they're yeah. the ones next door. We've got Blake coming up on the show pretty soon. Another guy who gives back a ton. Guy's got a ton of personality and has some great cars. That's I can't a- wait to actually talk to Blake because yeah. he has a, a love for cars that most people don't even know exists. Yes. So I'm really excited for that. From his very interesting Mercedes AMG to mm-hmm. the uh, Citroen DS. Remember, he, he used to have that Porsche that matched his Datsun truck. Remember the yep. white? Yep. That thing was awesome. Yeah. That was like it had that huge. It's like it, an '84. It, had, it was an '84 Porsche, but it had like it had like no, the, the, the RWB wings on it before it was RWB. Like it was like the old. It, school. it was the old, the huge whale tail. Yeah. Yeah, and it's an awesome looking car. And then of course the bus. Yeah. And everybody loves a Volkswagen bus. Boy, I tell you, that is a market that I wish oh, I yeah. had been in on. That's probably the kicking myself the most market I've ever seen. Like, you could pick up a nice... I remember when you could find 21 windows when I was back in high school for like 10 to 15. And yeah. that was a lot back at the time. But now they're like 300. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I think I'll just take my... Uh, the joy out of riding in Stella with, with Boreog every once in a while and uh, enjoying the the camaraderie that comes with that yeah so nothing there's nothing but it's like a boat nothing's better than your friend's boat <laughs> no yeah boats and pickup trucks there's nothing better than somebody else owning one and you needing to borrow it yeah. exactly yeah let alone a pickup truck to pull a boat yeah and if you're in the north end and you need a good detail uh a clear bra whatever you need northwest auto salons get your back they've done a lot of work for friends always good stuff they used to do the red square charity car show with cats that is, last year was the last year i believe for that yeah that, but all, that all that went to um pause wasn't it pause yeah in the humane society mm-hmm. i think it was pause but uh, yeah. obviously, for an animal lover, Blake has the two cutest dogs ever. Um, oh, they're English. Not English. Are they English? Oh, they're uh, French Bulldogs. French Bulldogs. And they are adorable. He's got some other dogs, too, doesn't he? I believe so. I he, there's know. always dogs running. There's, there's, there's he, he is an animal lover. Let's say that. Yes. And he, again, puts his money where his mouth is and supports them, yeah. which big deal on this list. Uh, there's a lot of guys who have given us you know, good service and stuff. But these are the guys that are really giving you stuff back, whether you know it or not. Which is why we're making this episode. Um, we use them personally, but again, it, if money talks and supporting the community talks, like if you're willing to put your feet on the ground and do the work, that's a whole lot better than just being a nice guy who likes cars. Yeah, I mean these these are people that have treated us right and treated our friends right. So that's that's why we like to talk about them. There's another one I want to throw up on here. Well, before we get to that one, let's just mention APC as well. Absolutely. We went detail shop, detail shop. shop. Yeah. yeah. So we, we've been blessed in this area with, with good detail shops. APC in Woodenville was a, a newcomer, and that is Scotty and Seth. Seth is moving. T- Fast upcomer. Yeah. They've come out of nowhere. I mean, not nowhere, but I'm saying yeah, they, they, opened their they doors. made a name for themselves. Yeah. And they do a ton of shows. They sponsor a ton of shows. Those guys run a good business. Um, like you said, you've probably been to invited to a show or seen it, but they support the Woodenville car community. They're very active members in the car community. They work hand-in-hand with a lot of other shops. They have good relationships with other detail shops, which is saying a lot because if you've ever seen drama in the car world, it's with detail shops. So, 
Yes. Uh, and, there and, are, they, and they're always competing with each other and fighting with each other and trying to, who's going to be the best and who's, you know, who does the best services. And like you said, we are truly blessed in this area of people, multiple shops around here that do quality jobs because I've had, and the funny thing is, I, I, and I, I've talked about this before, I found some of the non-quality shops. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. You wouldn't let me say the names then, but I'm not going to say them now, but um, you know. Yeah. So, but, but it, uh, APC, Northwest Auto Salon, Metropolitan, Metropolitan always, of course, um, they kind of set the standard. Owners I think. are a little iffy, but you know. <laughs> yeah, they kind of set the standard uh, on the east side. I mean, in, in our in our area, they they have absolutely set the standard. Metropolitan's going to be moved into their building here next to Drivers Club, like within a couple of days. Yep, and they there was a picture he posted today of the lifts. They have twenty three, I think it is. More than you and I have. Yeah. If lifts so that when they're doing clear bra installs, Steck Dino Shield is who they use. You'll be able to see the difference on what it takes and why why you're paying what you're paying with Metropolitan is you are getting every dollar every dollar's worth there. So Yeah, they do a quality job. Yeah, pretty down. much unmatched. Yeah. Oh, what's next here? Oh, this is a fun one. <laughs> Mike Sheehan. <laughs> Mike Sheehan has been my attorney <laughs> for traffic tickets for 16 years you'd think he would have fired you by now (laughs) and i have never had a ticket stick with him once and don't are you are you you saying you didn't commit any of these violations obviously they didn't stick (laughs) did you see that this week that guy that got pulled over in the mustang doing 92 it was in like in ohio or something and he left the traffic stop at 140 miles an hour took off in a mustang like from oh yeah i'll send you the article my mom sent it to me. Like, yeah, basically, uh, yeah. Like, it was just like, I couldn't believe that somebody would be that um, idiotic uh, to be, you know, you're supposed to, when you pull away from a traffic stop, you're supposed to be, you know. Um, kind of on your best behavior. Yeah. Not yeah, launch the na- mode. Yeah, the name of the article is driver gets 92 mile an hour ticket, immediately accelerates to 142. <laughs> what did he think was going to happen? I don't know. But if he's old, I want to know if he has a daughter. <laughs> Because any man that does that, or woman, um, yeah, Nebraska. Never mind. I understand why I was speeding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was, I've driven through Nebraska. Yep. I can't believe, yeah, I don't think I would, I'm just, there was a time I did not maybe allegedly follow the speed limit while passing through that state. You? Many, many years ago. Well, what's the worst that happened? You run off into a cornfield? <laughs> just don't roll through backwards. <laughs> So back in the day, I actually haven't had a speeding ticket in over three years. I really don't get tickets that often. Um, yeah, knock on wood. Yeah, knock on wood, I'll tell you. Yeah, but uh, back in the day when I was a younger, dumber driver and I needed a good traffic attorney all the time, uh, Mike hooked me up. Uh, we all make mistakes. We all don't pay attention. Maybe you've just got a stupid you know, seatbelt ticket or a cell phone ticket. You know, Your Bluetooth didn't work. I don't know. But we all make mistakes. We're all human. No excuse for cell phone tickets. Your stereo barely works. That's not my point. I I just think that's one. I mean, I I have allegedly done some dangerous fast driving, but I think driving with a cell phone is stupid. Yeah, I don't do it. No. I mean, that being said, I'm sure I've been caught texting and things like that. But I'm just saying, I think it's, it's, it's something that should be. I'm putting my foot down. It is really bad to text and drive. Yeah. Like, even when I've done it, and I admit, I'm like, wow, that was, I need to not do this. Yeah. (laughs) I cannot do that. I don't know. I just, I also need the voice to text to actually recognize what the hell I'm saying. (laughs) No. Yeah, I got actually, I got rear-ended in the Land Cruiser two years ago. Did you feel it? Uh, Barely. (laughs) I I really didn't. I barely felt it. The guy, I was, it was just an old S10 pickup, and I was at a stoplight right by Woodenville, down there at the bottom of the hill. Yeah. And... This guy came up and he just ran into the back of me. But I was, I, the thing, it's lifted and I had my recovery hitch in the back because <laughs> this is a Monday morning and yeah, I was sure. still, we, went, I, we went out the weekend before. And I was like, oh man. I, and I was kind of hoping there was a little bit of damage if I'm going to be perfectly honest because I really want that, uh, that descent off road rear bumper to match sure. the front descent off road bumper, which I love descent off road. Free plug for Land Cruiser guys there. But so I get out, the guy pulls over and he still he's, don't have a thumbnail from the, you're putting on your bumper. <laughs> Thank you. Very heavy duty. Yeah, very heavy. <laughs> yeah so i pull over and my receiver hitch had gone although it, it hit perfectly to just destroy this truck because it was just at the level of the top of his grill his hood and the core support and the radiator so it took out basically the entire front end of this thing and he probably hit me going five miles an hour and i looked back and i saw him look up because he was on his phone 
he was texting and he looked down for a second and I stopped real quick to make the type. I was going to make the turn, but then the guy in front of me kind of just ran the yellow. Sure, you stopped to make a turn, right? It's a right turn lane. And sure enough, he just smacked right into me. Like I said, not very hard. And, and I said, tell you what, guy, I'm going to leave because I'm fine. But here's my info. Call me if you need anything, but I'm fine. I barely even feel you. Here's my number. Yeah. And I never heard from the guy, but I felt so bad for him because you know he was on his way to work. He just destroyed this old truck. I had somebody do that to me in a Target parking lot in Redmond, but they didn't They didn't stop. They backed into the hood of the BMW, and it had to have been something like that with a big trailer hitch because it was a ways up my hood. Oof. Way it happens. Yeah. Um, People suck. Yeah. The next one is the one I tell everybody to go to, and if you haven't yet, you're missing out. We talked about it. Bob's Mortuary. You stab him, we slab him. <laughs> oh, no? Okay. Different. Different? I'm sorry. <laughs> I think if you listen to this You're podcast... You're so out of left field. I know, I know. I think if you listen to this podcast, you realize what tries to go on here and the fact that I actively try to screw with Dan. It works most of the time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I you were gonna, saying? I was going to say Dirtfish. Ah, yes, different. The most fun you can have on four wheels. Oh, I keep telling people that. Everybody who goes is like, holy crap, why didn't I do that sooner? This is the most amazing experience of my life. Um, that like I said before, that old saying, nothing handles like a rental. Well, nothing handles even better than a rental that is with full blown <laughs> rally cross. So many people don't, don't, I mean, they have a, a very active, uh, marketing campaign and so many people do not know that they exist. Yeah. They're, they're, they're in Forza. They're in Forza. They are, they're the, 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 the number one rally school in America. If not, if well, not the world, probably if not world. I mean, they, they have, you have names that. People know, I mean, all the, the Red Bull athletes come here. Top Gear's been here. Travis Pastrama, Bucky Lassick. I mean, is that how you say it? Lass- yeah. Pastrana as well, not Pastrami, but yeah, good try. Did I call him Pastrami? I think you said I'm Pastrama really or hungry. something. <laughs> really hungry. Did you see he jumped the fountains? Like, yes, uh, he's doing Evil all the Evil Knievel yeah. stunts, yeah. I can't believe he's getting away with that. He's married with kids now. I know. Well, she was an extreme athlete too, though. Yes, but he has broken every bone in his body. Yeah. And, I mean, they've made their, their you know... I just remember watching him and Johnny Knoxville try to do stunts, and Johnny Knoxville dropped a bike on himself and like ripped his urethra. Ah, see, ah, right? yeah, yeah, ah. yeah. I don't know. I just I'm still trenching. Ah. I remember when Travis came to Spokane, and and I knew I was not in the motorcycle world, but I knew he was there, and that's where he first did the double backflip. Yeah, outside of Spokane. I remember hearing about that. Yep. Yeah. So, anyway, dirtfish squirrel. <laughs> Yeah, go to Dirtfish. Trust us. If anything, just go up there and check out the place and look at the cars they have in the showroom. You never know what's up there. The rumors are awesome. They are huge car people. They're the owners of Dirtfish. And I thought you said the rumors. No, like the rumors. Yeah, the rumor family. Yeah, Um, and yeah, they are huge car people. They do not. This is not just a, a a profit thing for them. Like these guys love cars. They love racing. They always have cool stuff up there. It just go watch your kids will love it too. It's just an awesome place to go drive to. Do yeah, not just, speed they, on the back road they to Dirtfish. They just fish. did their. Uh... Yeah, do not speed to Dirtfish. That is like rule number one. There are so many cops up in Snoqualmie, and they all know where Dirtfish is. Do not speed to Dirtfish. That said, especially on an LFA. Yeah, especially at an LFA that you can barely fit out of the passenger window of. But that's a different story, <laughs> a different story. that may have allegedly happened or not. <laughs> oh, it happened. <laughs> there's, there's, yeah, it happened. Yeah, uh, I still, you know, that's one car I haven't driven yet, by the way. And I am. I was about to. Yeah, that's that's big <laughs> no, on the I, list. No, I, I I did drive it. I drove. Uh, this was the yellow one that had the issue, but uh, I drove the black one. And and thanks to uh, one of our good friends that worked at Toyota, I think he still does. Um, but uh, it, it, incredible car, yeah. incredible car. Two the windows are a little small. Like yeah. I said. yeah so. <laughs> No. Yes. <laughs> that one is way up there on my list. You know what car I want to drive almost more than anything? And I know it's awful, but I really want to drive it. Is the Vector W8. We had one of those here. I know. I mean, we had, well, the John one. Had, John owned the yellow one. That wasn't a W8. That was the W12. No. Oh, I'm talking. We the, didn't have one of those here. The W8 was the car from the movie Rising Sun with Wesley Snipes and Sean Connery and Tia Carrera. Huh. Yeah. And it's the red one that explodes in the movie, but uh, it's the interior on it. Everything like one off, right? Like because it depends. There's like, less like than the, ten. The W12 had a had a Lamborghini engine in it. Yeah, the W8 is a twin turbo, like thousand horsepower. Was that a Chevy? Yeah, twin okay. turbo V8. But it's got like a three speed transmission in it too. It's just stupid. 
But I absolutely love that car. Like a three-speed manual? No, automatic. And if you look inside, they lifted a bunch of the interior panels straight out of an F-16, I think it was. And I mean, like, literally. I don't mean, like, they designed it after it. I mean, Out of a jet? Out of a jet into the interior. It was supposed to be... They designed it uh, to be the most insane 80s car you could ever see. And Which was tough when you're competing against Lamborghini and the Testero- Ferrari Testarossa. Yeah, like, everything yeah. was kind of crazy and over the top in the 80s. It was just cocaine designed everything. I remember when the W12 showed up and... But I remember when he when he bought it and he brought it to exotics and watching people try to get in and out of the, it was just insane. Yeah, like you that had you had to be on sale. cocaine to get in and out of the car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Put your leg above your head, slide in at a thirty degree angle. Now turn seventeen degrees. Yeah, Vector always seemed like that company that was John DeLorean like times three. Just never loved the DeLorean. Yeah, it, it's just a terrible driving car. It's a really cool looking car. It's stainless steel, but. <laughs> I no. love the gullwing doors and everything, but anything that I can clean my stove with and still clean my car just seems nice. stupid. Spray your car with oven cleaner. <laughs> Win-win. <laughs> Thank you, anyway, fly. That was our little tangent about cars. I've always wanted to drive it, haven't? I, but you know, you saying that, I can't think of a car. Yeah, you've driven just about everything. I have been blessed. Koenigsegg. I mean, yeah, I've been in a Koenigsegg. I didn't drive a Koenigsegg. Yeah, that's true. Let's be honest. the one. Oh yeah, but you were in which one? The one. The one of one. The one one. Yeah. Through the Jerk. parking lot. Yeah. We met the Paganis. That was cool. I still... That... That was the most random thing ever. Where are the Paganis? It's like, what? Who? <laughs> Stop acting like you're somebody. Yeah, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's... um. We've been plenty, pretty blessed in that way. It's a lot of work, but it's been... Re- is every bit as rewarding as I'd ever hoped. I still don't know half the time why we get into places. I say it over and over again. People are going to be sick of Usually Haggerty. Yeah, Haggerty. <laughs> Still don't know how the hell we get in through Haggerty, uh, <laughs> but no, it was great. No, I mean, I, it's and I, I don't want this to sound like we're we're sitting here trying to plug these things, but these are friends of ours. These are people that we use, and people ask us about this stuff about what. Yeah, we this use. is a so, very very common question for us. I, yeah. I hope you guys picked up on that from our introduction to the show. But people ask us about where to go all the time. Dan, where should I go to get this done? Where should I go to get this done? This is just a small list of kind of people that have never done me wrong, never steered me wrong. People, and and people always come to me and go, Nick, where should I eat? And I don't understand that. They ask you the drive questions and where I eat. I don't get that. Like, why is that, Dan? I get a lot of where should I eat questions. I used to do... So here's a fun little story. You guys want to go down a rabbit hole of my life. There was a really weird time in my life where I did a lot of... Uh, Dating coaching, not relationship advice, totally different kind of thing. I mean, like planning dates. You can see me actually biting my tongue over here. I right? know you are. Okay, just question. Okay. <laughs> but I used to do a lot of it. people ask me where to go. I'd be like, oh, go to this restaurant, talk to this person, park here, drive here, do this. I, I knew a lot of people who kind of had their, their finger on the pulse of what was going on for events. I worked with a guy who was a, a caterer for concerts. So we always knew who was in town. He always knew where to get tickets. I had a lot of friends that owned restaurants or were in that kind of world. So I could call them up and they would always tell me about something new. It wasn't that I was somebody who was into every social scene or a social butterfly like that. I just knew a lot of people because of various jobs I've had over the years. And so, yeah, I get, I still get asked all the time. I need to go. I mean, it's my our anniversary. Where should I go? Stuff like that. And I still love that stuff. I love finding new restaurants and eating new food. And it's kind of a problem. But we have a great trainer <laughs> who hurt me last week. <laughs> oh, I haven't been. I've been lifting. I'm, I'm going back. I've just been. I've not been lifting. I've been moving. Yeah. God, I didn't realize how much crap I had. <laughs> it's always that And way I'm getting rid of a ton of crap. Like, I still, okay. Anyway, let's take a quick break and we'll be back, we'll be back to close this out. Yeah. Hey, everybody. This is Dan from Rain City Supercars. Rain City Supercars is brought to you by M Squared Fitness, personalized fitness and personalized performance. Nick and I are both members at M Squared and can personally testify to the great results. You can find M Squared Fitness at m2 fitness.com or on Facebook or Instagram at m2 fitness redmond. Mention Rain City Supercars and get your first visit free. But remember, you've got to mention Rain City Supercars. And we're back. Um, just a couple more shout outs, but we've got some really exciting stuff coming up, to say the least. Some of it, like we've said, we can't tell you about, but you'll learn about soon. But we have some awesome guests coming. We've got uh, next week, we're going to have Blake, or the week after maybe, from Northwest Auto Salon. 30th, yeah. Oh, 30th, oh, okay. 30th. Yeah, um, so. You'll, August 3rd. Yeah, so you'll hear it the 9th? Whatever. No. Anyway. No. You'll hear it the, the, the 3rd, the Friday the 3rd. Oh, yeah. I just work and do stuff. I got no track of time anymore. It's just work, work, work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
That's where we're both at right now. It's yep. summer. Uh, but yeah, Blake's coming up. Great guy. Most of you guys in the community, you've known Blake or you've known his work or his vehicles. Super interesting guy. I cannot wait to have him on the podcast. Another one is the guy I met on the freeway. True story. So going on 405, Kirkland, I'm in my vet, top off, and I see this thing coming up behind me. Man, every now and then you see a car coming that you know is going to be awesome at just just a blink of an eye, you see this thing and you just know. So I'm driving up 405 North, the Corvette, and I see this thing coming around, or should I say coming up on me, that looks nothing like I've seen ever before in my life. So it's a Pontiac Aztec. Sort of, but not. <laughs> kind of? Kind of. <laughs> so anyway, I see the way this thing is squatting as he's changing lanes, and that alone sounds weird to even say, but it's driving like a trophy truck. And I don't on the mean, freeway? On the freeway. And so I slow down. I move to the right because I'm not going too fast. But I want this guy to catch up to me because I'm like, I got to know what this thing is. And I see this old truck. Turns out it's a 39 International pickup on 35-inch Nito trail grapplers with trail-ready beadlocks, blue rings, gorgeous patina, with a windshield that's riveted to the frame because it's a split window 39 international and it's riveted safety glass and the driver has a headset on like he's doing full-blown trophy truck rally and it sounds Is he lost this thing sounds so glorious it's a it's an ls6 motor in this thing all beefed up on a tube frame with the international 39 international body over the top of it led headlights led taillights and in the blink of an eye this is not somebody's cheap garage, threw it together with no experience, know what I'm doing. Like, even from watching this thing come up on me and go by me, th- this is master fabrication work. This is next level. This is nothing you've ever seen before. Turns out this thing is owned by uh, Northrop, Keith Northrup, who owns uh, Northrop Fabrication in Kirkland. And That's not, that name sounds familiar. Uh, he, I believe he, he does a ton of cages for a ton of guys, road racers. Oh, that's right. He builds the cages for, um, Cantrell, I think. Yeah. Cantrell. Yeah, okay. Or it works yeah. with him anyway. But, uh, it turns out I actually have seen this thing before. I, I immediately posted on Seattle cars and coffee, which I never do. And said, guys, you got to find me this truck. I described what I knew about it. It's an old truck, tons of patina, pretty much a trophy truck on the highway. That's pretty much exactly what this thing is. And with no cut corners on suspension or chassis or anything. This is, like I said, this is master craftsman level work. And it looks nothing like a version of the road. This thing's been featured in on Top Gear, Roadkill, Maxim, uh, Driving Line, every kind of automotive jalopnik. Like America Top Gear? Yeah. It, wow. It's article. So it's been, this thing has been on every publication out there. They even have an RC car version of this you can buy. And I'm going to buy one. And it's, I really want, I want the full size version. Let's be clear. But like I said, trophy truck with master level fabrication. So I don't even want to know how much it would cost to recreate this thing. Because when, I don't think people realize when they see a trophy truck, just how insanely expensive it is to build something that tough. But I will post a link. Um, You know what? No, I won't. I will post a little photo. You guys can look it up, but uh, I will post all the links when he comes on our show and talks about it. I've already messaged him. As I randomly messaged him on Instagram and said, oh my God, I have to have you on my podcast because this is the coolest I've ever seen. That probably didn't come off creepy at all. No, you know what? I saw you on the freeway. (laughs) After seeing so many publications of this thing, I'm sure it probably didn't at all, actually. This this thing is a conversation piece like you guys have never seen. So I'm really excited. Um, As usual, we'll, we'll tell you about the car, but the story behind the owner, I'm sure, is as fascinating as everything else because it takes a certain type of individual to make something like this in the first place, and I cannot wait to hear his story. So this is, again, one of those amazing reasons we do this is because of people like this. And you said fabrication on this level, creativity on this level, it's a different league. It's a completely different league than just somebody who's building a car. All right. I, I can't wait. I can't wait. To see, you're inviting guests on behind my back. I see how it is. It's fine. <laughs> I guess it is your podcast. I have, <laughs> <laughs> I have a question that is going to go out to our listeners. And I want you to comment um, under Facebook or wherever you can. Dan and I are going to Monterey. Would you like us to broadcast from Monterey and give you like a, a either from Concorso or from the sale of a certain 250 GTO that is being auctioned off down there? Would you be interested in hearing that or hearing or us doing a broadcast down there? Because obviously 
we're we're looking at this going you know you know will podcast travels <laughs> yeah um, tell us what you want to see while we're down there we'll try and track cars down for you i took i posted a ton of photos under my personal account last year from monterey uh, i'll try and group them to be together better for the podcast page so they're not like you know you're not getting 100 posts from us a day just a couple of sets but uh, the stuff that shows up down there uh monterey car week is one of those things you kind of have to see to believe and experience to really imagine what it's like but it's a million dollar cars on every corner quite literally there was two 675 lt spiders on the same road that didn't know each other last time we were there they just happened to be on the same road like well that's you, how Monterey- you always see in downtown carmel on thursday you always see your favorite uh for uh mclaren f1 yeah the mclaren f1s are, I mean, they're the just white one parked on the side of the road I mean, that's that's where you go that's to where see you park cars dan on yeah the side of the road bugattis you name it we'll see it all it's pretty mind-blowing down there but uh yeah, look one, forward one, to that. One thing, one comment that came up, and I was reading some comments from last year, and people didn't understand this. In Carmel, now Carmel is near Monterey, and it's kind of the the sleepy town that kind of turns into the car thing. There are a lot of uh, places there down the Ave in, in Carmel that put out red carpets. Literally, people you yeah. can park. They park the cars on the red carpets on the street, which is kind of cool. Yeah, and the car washing thing—that's one of the things that blows my mind. Yep. Still, they literally roll out like this little plastic bath thing you drive the car onto it and they wash it and they collect all the water so it's on the street mm-hmm. like it's crazy and people will just get their car washed right on the side of the street because all the car washes are full and you don't want to you know they just want that concierge service sure. so they're not worried about it they can pay 200 bucks for somebody to come wash their car on the side of the street well who couldn't <laughs> except us and most of the rest of the world yeah I've mapped out all the self-service car washes. <laughs> I, I paid ten dollars to wash the car today. <laughs> Thank you, Pink Elephant in in uh, Bellevue. <laughs> oh, so wrong. Um, I do want to do Sue a couple of unique shout-outs. There was one I wanted to bring up that uh, Stu's Garage. Nobody else like it around here. Stu's is where you go if you know how to work on your car, but you don't have access to the lift or the tools you need, but you can do the repair, or maybe you just need a little bit of help. So basically you go to Stu's, you rent a lift and you get tools and they charge you by the hour, but they literally have every tool you will need for this job. And when I say this job, I mean, whatever job you have, I mean, there might be some weird Porsche specific, you know, tiny belt tensioner they might not have, but you can call ahead. You can tell them what you want to do. They'll even help you out to a point in walking you through it. But if you don't, like I said, if you can do the work, you're going to save a ton of money by going to these guys. Like I need to do my lower control arms on my Land Cruiser still. Which is actually a really simple job. If you have a lift, if you don't, it's a nightmare to get under this thing because you just don't have the tools. But there, they've got everything you need, air, power, whatever you want. Stu's Garage, like I said, that's they're one of those little secrets that car guys love, but they just don't know exists. And you got to go there and check them out. So... Well, that's what we like. We like highlighting these these friends of ours that are, you know... And giving have, back. Yeah. They got something you need. And another shout out to... Uh, one quick one, Brian Elich at uh, Lee Johnson Chevrolet. He's actually who I bought my Corvette from directly. If it was not for Brian, I would not have bought my Corvette there. Period. It was, I I am the like I have no patience for that runaround in car dealerships. I have done so much market research. By the time I come in the door, I know what the prices are. I know what I can afford. I know what I can. I know where I can go if I don't get what I want. But I always try and shop local first. But it was one of those immediately of like, okay, if they're if they're gonna run me around or give me that four box thing like you've seen forever, that my manager says this price, but we can do this price, and then they come back and you do the back and forth, you back and forth, and you want to punch all of them. None of that like that at all. That's I told, called buying a car. Yeah, exactly. Right, the, everything we all hate. So I go in, I tell them what I want, and I knew what I wanted: white Z06, uh, comp seats, red stitching, carbon package, stage uh, stage three aero Z07 package black wheels. That's what I wanted. And he said, okay. Goes what? Finds, I'm sorry, what? That's it. Finds <laughs> me the car. He yeah. says, here's what it is. This is the price it'll be for you. What do you think? That was it. There was no haggling. I knew what I wanted to pay. I knew that they needed to make some money too. It's a business. I get that. I'm not trying to lowball somebody to where they don't want to deal with me because I want to come back to them. But one of the easiest car buying experiences I've ever had, I did not know Brian ahead of this at all. I literally walked in and said, who's your Corvette guy? That it was Brian, and a week he later walked out, <laughs> and a week later my car showed up, and now he's a buddy of mine. Uh, yeah, he's a good friend of ours. Yeah, he's yeah. a good friend of ours. Guy knows how to drive. He's got you a see that car he posted today. Oh yes, that white. Uh... Yeah. So Brian drives this Krypton Green Camaro ZL1, and it's awesome. He posted there's a white ZL1 for sale right now, and it's sixty three. Is it? 
63, but it's got the CPO on it. But somebody put it's like 200 miles on it. 200 miles on this car. Certi- and yeah. it's certified pre-owned, so you get the full warranty and everything. But 63. Well, no, you get more. Than, yeah, you get the, more yeah. actually with the certified. So it's a better deal. If you don't care about 200 miles, I wouldn't even shake a stick at that. I don't care. But it is the perfect spec ZL1. I mean, unless you want a 1LE, which for the street, I uh, actually don't recommend if you're not going to track the thing a lot. But this thing, anyway, great guy, total straight up guy. And the reason is he gets it. He wants you to come back and buy more cars from him. This is a Chevy dealer, not the, you know, a Ferrari dealer where you may buy three in your life. Uh, you could buy, end up buying, it's a Chevy. You're going to buy, they are Chevy Mazda Kia, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I've had friends buy cars from him, family, from him, family buy cars from him. Same story every time. No BS, straight shooter. Here's the price. Here's the deal. What do you think? Good, good. Shake hands, done. That's it. And that's what we really want. That's the age we live in. That's the generation we're in. People people are savvy. They know how to use the internet now. Well, I mean, I think Brian's a, a ahead of the curve. I always have. I yeah. Mean, and him and I have always, we, we've gone at each other. We, we, we're good friends, but he well, we knows. we pick on each other, but huh? yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. But um, he knows the way the world is going and the fact that people like you exist and you can find that car. And he knows that, that instead of you know, trying to sell one car and making a ton, he'll go out and he'll sell multiple cars and get multiple people that come back. He's a very smart person. He's a good, for, a good friend of ours, and I, I really appreciate everything he does. Yeah, so thanks again, And I Brian. don't say that about him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and I've got uh, almost 32,500 miles and four sets of tires on my Z06. I love this car. All right, Dan, it's late. It's late. We're we've confused the hell out of these people. Um, burning we, the candle you know, at both ends. I, sure. I know a lot of people are going to sit there and listen to this and go, I, "Why am I listening to this? It, it, you're pitching this stuff." We're not. These are friends, um, and they've they've treated us right, or we wouldn't talk about them. Yeah, Plain exactly. and simple. And they've they're treated good a lot of people we know right. Yeah. So so um, uh, for Rain City Supercars, I'm Nick. <laughs> I'm Dan. We're going to bed. And <laughs> don't just get there. Not together. <laughs> not together. <laughs> Yeah, just don't get there. I mean, get there. Don't get... Wait. I'm so confused. (laughs) Don't just get there. Enjoy the drive.